0: Brother Joe Sweeting, uh, longstanding Gideon, is going to introduce a very special guest we have today. Hi, Joe.
1: Thank you, Pastor. Brother Jerry, Pastor Fred, and Sister Helen, who's part of our local camp. Sister Trudy Hewitt, who is managing the controls upstairs. Pastors, elders, deacons, Good morning, Church. Good morning. Our speaker is no stranger to Calvary Bible Church. He spoke to us in 2015. He is the local president of his camp in Colorado, and also, he is also a former international officer for the Gibbons International. Our speaker, Brother Mark Hewitt, will come before us and speak on the Gideons International. An update, Brother Mark Hewitt. Good Good
2: Good 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 morning. Good morning. Good morning praise the Lord. I want to introduce you to Tom. Now, in order to do so, I'm going to need to take you back about 40-some years. Tom was a dirty hippie living on the streets of Rio de Janeiro inside of a cardboard box. He ate his meals out of garbage cans And as a result of that lifestyle, he was regularly thrown into jail. Well, on one of those trips to jail, someone handed him a small Gideon Testament like this. Tom looked at it and he went, whoa, a Bible real cool, man. Well, Tom began to read that small New Testament and began attending a church and serving in a ministry. Well, you have to fast forward to just some recent years and Tom came back to thank the Gideons as Dr. Tom Canero. Dr. Canero is the director of Youth with a Mission, YWAM, for the entire continent of South America. And listen to what... Listen to what he says carefully. He said, A small book given to a piece of human garbage many years ago has resulted in over 100,000 young people coming to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. (laughs) Amen. We like to point to that verse in Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word be that goes forth, It shall not return unto me void. Well, the Gideons are currently organized in 199 countries, distributing God's word in 107 different languages, truly making a difference in the world today. Thank you, because you are partners with us in this ministry. We have a wonderful Bible and Testament ministry. It includes the very familiar hotel Bibles, but also schools, universities, colleges, hospitals, and uh, assisted living facilities, and uh, jails and prisons. When a Bible has been in a hotel room, sometimes it gets damaged and it has to be replaced. And uh, this one has been marked up. You might be interested. It says, I was a sinner. I was a thief. The only time I used God's name was in vain. Now I am a new person. Set free. Saved. Born again. I'm so excited. God bless you, Mary Hitchcock. You see, that Bible really got used in that lady's life. Well... Our Bible in Testament ministry extends to schools, and it's difficult for us to get in the schools in the States anymore. But this young lady dropped us a note. She says, "I'm a 13-year-old girl who has not really been much of anywhere, uh, not even to school, unless it was to go to another home." Uh, she says, uh, "My life has changed." since I received that uh, little Gideon Testament. And I took it home with me, and I read it through two different times. I had been brought up only worshiping one God, Satan. And by the time my parents found my New Testament, they said I had to be punished. So my father set the Testament on fire while I was holding it. And she closes and said, "Now I'm living in a foster home with some very nice people that go to church on Sunday. I'm one of many that the Lord Jesus Christ saves just in the nick of time." Bertie Joe. Amen. Our Bible and Testament ministry extends to different parts of the world. Natasha was a teacher in Nikolaev. She was one of 10 teachers who received Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior during a distribution. And she says, it was a great miracle in my life to come to know Jesus as my Savior. Now maybe I can correct many years of mistakes I have made with the students. Natasha. In Nikolaev. John 14, 6 probably describes it best. This is Jesus talking to doubting Thomas, remember? And he said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes unto the Father but by me. Our Bible and Testament ministry extends to jails and prisons. A young man by the name of John, uh, in his own words, says, I left home at 16 years old. My mom hated me. By 21 years old, I was totally out of control. I had no family, no friends, no hope. After trying to shoot someone in a car, I was arrested. However, in my jail cell, there was a Gideon Bible. I'd never read a Bible before. I learned about the love of Jesus I prayed for the first time and was forever changed by giving my life to him. After my release, I became a pastor. My life has been transformed from pain and suffering to joy." John Kreiner, Denver, Colorado. There's another scripture verse that we like to use in those situations, and that's Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God. Is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword. Amen? Amen. Well, Pedro Martinez was a young man. He was working in construction in the Dominican Republic. He was working on a school, and one of his friends found a little dirty book in the trash and gave it to Pedro, and Pedro began to read it, and uh, he attended a church and he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Now, Pedro Martinez is the pastor of a church in Santiago, Dominican Republic. Well, sometimes there's a lot of hurting people in the world that desperately need help, and I want to share you this Bill's story. Uh, Bill says, "You helped save my life." Not, he's not talking to me. He's talking to you folks. You helped save my life. You see, Bill was a salesman, and he lived in Ohio. And he was on a business trip to uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, and he stayed in the Quality uh, uh, Inn and Suites in Cincinnati, Ohio. He says, and this is a vast understatement, my my life was uh, in bad shape. My wife of 24 years had just left me for another man. My oldest son was uh, on home release because he had been arrested many times for drugs and uh, prostitution. My daughter is uh, in the women's prison and she has been arrested many times for the same thing drugs and prostitution my middle son lives in Columbus Ohio and he's a member of a gang and I haven't seen him for over a year and my youngest son is in school he's in trouble and I worry about him bill goes on and says two weeks ago I received notice that my company was consolidating And at the end of those two weeks, I was going to lose my job. For the first time in 25 years, I would not have a job. I'm 43 years old, and I would be unemployed. No one would want to hire me. I checked into my room, and I unpacked. I took out a 22 caliber pistol and laid it on the bed and turned the TV up real loud. And then I reached into the nightstand to get a pen to write a note saying how sorry I was for all, all of the trouble I've caused in people's lives. And he said, "I came out with a Gideon Bible out of that nightstand, and I just looked at it for a while. I'd hadn't been to church since I was a very young child." He said something in that book called out to me, and I began reading in the New Testament in Matthew and read through the Gospels and got into John, and. He said, I couldn't put, that, couldn't put that book down. He said, I realized finally that there was someone that loved me. And he sent his son so that I would have a second chance in life. That evening in that hotel room, I gave my life to Christ. What a difference it's made. Now a month later, I'm back in Cincinnati at the same hotel. The company said they needed a man just like me, so they promoted me and made me manager. Whoa, okay. God does great things. My wife and I haven't reconciled, but my children and I are working on things. He said, I attend church every Sunday, and I read a chapter in the Bible every single day. He concludes by saying, well, I don't know why the Gideon's place these bibles we know why don't we amen but i am so glad they did this holy book saved my life bill acts 1 8 is the challenge of our ministry it uh, acts 1 8 says that you will be witnesses unto me in jerusalem right here in judea in samaria into the uttermost parts of the earth Well, you can help us in that mission. You can be partners with us, a partnership in this ministry, first of all, through your prayers. You can pray for this ministry because there are challenges each and every day. You can join with us. It's an exciting part-time ministry outside the doors of this church, in this city, so that you can help the lives of people who are searching, who are troubled, and you can give. Now, at the close of the service, I'm going to have a couple of big henchmen at the doors. And uh, they're going to be holding an offering plate or something like that. But if you can drop in a contribution, it doesn't go to the Gideons. It goes 100% to purchase some Bibles that will be placed, that'll make a difference in someone's life. In conclusion, I would like to share with you uh, the story of General Vungalipi. I met General Vungalipi a number of years ago, and he is an intimidating man. I'm a pretty big guy, but I look small compared to him, if you can imagine, and he says in his own words, I was a boy soldier at, at nine years old. At 16 years old, I became an officer, a sharpshooter, and an executioner. A Christian pastor was given to me for execution. He had been convicted of un- unjustly of a crime. And he said, prior to that execution, the pastor asked if he could pray for me, which he did. And he began singing. And then he said, Lord, forgive this young man, for he does not know what he's doing. After that execution, I couldn't sleep. I kept that New Testament that he gave me but I never opened it and never read it. And finally, I lost it about 20 years later. But I still could keep hearing the voice of that pastor in my mind. Lord forgive him, for he does not know what he's doing. By God's grace, I was assigned temporary duty in the Congo. I stayed in the Continental Hotel in Kinshasa and there I found A Gideon New Testament, just like the one given me so many years ago. And I sat down on my bed and I opened it up to Luke. And the words in Luke 23, verse 34, jumped off the page to me. Lord, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. The same words as that pastor so many years ago. He said, with many tears, I knelt down and confessed and received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior in that hotel room. And he makes the understatement of the year. He says, my life has been profoundly changed. For now, I require my soldiers and my officers to carry the Gideon Testaments and to read them. You see, General Vungalipi is the commandant of troops for the country of angola he says please pray for my country thank you so much and god bless you for the part that you play and your continued support over the years for the gideon ministry
0: let's pray for uh, brother mark yes give god the glory Heavenly Father, we thank you for the power of the gospel. It's your power unto salvation for all who will believe. Thank you for this little teeny window Hmm. that Mark has opened for us to see how you are blessing your word through the ministry of the Gideons. We ask, Lord, that the Testaments and the full Bibles that are placed all around the world, even at this hour, would be used of you to save and to rescue lives without Christ and lives without meaning or hope. Lord, we pray that the camp here in Nassau would be fortified with new Gideons, Mm -hmm. professional men that would come alongside the existing Gideons to distribute your word, schools and hotels, and wherever else we're allowed to do so. Please bless Mark and Trudy as they are ambassadors with the Gideons in different places, and motivate us, Lord, to read your word, to memorize your word, to share your word, Lord, because we know That your love and plan of salvation are found in the word. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Together, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank Thank you.